This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. How was dinner? Oh, it was good. Where'd you go? So Wednesday nights we go to Mr. B's. Uh, the my parents, mm-hmm. my nephews. Uh, it ranges anywhere from today. It was only five of us, but sometimes we've gotten up to like eight or ten. Uh, it just sort of depends. So we we they give us a little reserved thing at the dairy bar. It's so cute. Is that that's um, the place across the street from you, right? Directly across the street yep. from us. But it's it's in town for the parents. They're like three miles away. Right. And they started coming here when we discovered the place online. When we were looking at houses, they're like, "Oh, what's this? This is really cute." And so we're all regulars there. And uh, one of the one of the people who's there like pretty much every day. Uh, today was his birthday, so he was having a birthday celebration next to us. And just it's one of those things where you're sitting there and people that you know my parents know come walking in, and they say hi. So they're always there on Wednesday nights too. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. I love this. I love this town. I love this small town atmosphere. It's it's what I kind of dreamed of, but I didn't think I'd ever get to have. Hmm. And then I still work in a busier area, but it's only like forty minutes away. That's uh. How do you feel about that forty-minute commute? I'm not. I don't hate it. It's not like the the forty to two-hour commuter, whatever I had to deal with in California. That's true. Which wasn't necessarily about the time. It was the kind of drive that it was. This drive, I take back roads the whole way. I don't, I took the, don't take the freeway up. Yeah. And so I'm just driving through uh, back uh, over the river and everything past the, the Lake Fisher Inn and all that. And it's just such a scenic drive. Even in, in the morning when it's like still pitch blackout. Yeah. I just enjoy it so much more. I drive up past the high school and then I hit where it hits 55, like right after that, right after the elementary. And I just take that almost the whole way. And I go through this little town called Vicksburg along the way. So it kind of breaks up there and I go past another school. Um, but it, it's just kind of relaxing. And so even when Aaron and I go out and we hit Kalamazoo or Portage on the weekends, I'll still try to take that way back because it's, it's a nicer drive than driving up 131. Which might be faster, but you know, crummy in comparison. Yeah, <clears throat> and I guess I mean when you know how long it's going to be as compared to, but like anywhere from this to this time based on traffic. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. And and I I don't even know the traffic here really counts as traffic as far as what right. we're used to. Right. Again, it's it's the smaller, slower town mentality. It I, it gets busy, and when the weather's bad, it gets nuts. I'm sure. Yeah. And I've had points where I couldn't take the back way up because the roads were so bad and they don't get salted as fast as the freeway does. Yeah. No. But I'm always hearing about the guys who take the freeway, even from within Kalamazoo itself, and they just come up a couple of uh, of exits. But then it's like at, at the 
have to turn off onto the other uh, branch of freeway that they take to get over to us. There's always like, oh, yeah, there were all these accidents or people were just stopped on the on the turnoff and all this stupid shit. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't have to do with any of that. I saw some deer. That's kind of nice, though. That is nice. That That's the thing. It, it's It's just it's still quaint to me. We've been here just over a year and it's still got all that charm. Yeah. That we were hoping for. And then some. <laughs> I mean, it's not like there's not problems. My fucking baselet, basement has water in it because the river is overflowing right now. Um, you didn't have that problem before? We had it before we moved in. Okay. Well, I, uh, I think I might have told this on the show when I first got out here, but we we saw... I saw pictures of my house on the news, and it wasn't my house yet. I was in California. I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, uh why are all these pictures of my house in the newspaper in, in Detroit? <laughs> and there were overhead shots because the river had flooded up and my house was thankfully spared of the most damage. And, and again, the restaurant across the street was spared from it, but across the river from us where the apartments are and all the houses down the road took major water damage. Our house, because the sump pump failed, you know, had a few feet of water in the basement. But overall, came out pretty unscathed. And so right now, there's there's maybe an inch at, or two at worst points in the basement. And we just kind of like noticed it yesterday. We go, oh, I guess I got to start using the dehumidifier again and and maybe turn on one of the pumps. But it's not terrible. But the the river is up eight and a half feet from what it normally is. Like where our our steps go down to it, the steps are half covered. But when those pictures and stuff were in there for the hundred year flood. A uh, year and a half ago, for two years probably now, um, the thing was like completely covered up. Fuck that, man! That's too much yeah. water. It's a lot of water, but on the other hand, it's riverfront property, which is sometimes nice. Yeah, sometimes nice. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do next time? We could talk about uh, this now instead of waiting till the end. <laughs> um. Did you want to do rabbit? You were talking about rabbit last time. We we could do that one. Um or another one I want to see is countdown. I don't think countdown will be good, and I think rabbit will be good, so Yeah, I don't know what countdown is. It's that movie about the uh the app <laughs> that tells you when you're gonna oh, die. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That looked awful. But I I do you feel like this shit with um, where it deals with modern technology and modern it, it, it's like after we got cell phones the whole landscape had to change for horror movies as it was right but now there's things like the the modern horror flicks for for teens like for the for, for the kids um i just i want to relate to it i just can't like they did the the two that were the the unfriended yeah, where kids are just sitting there on their fucking iPads and shit the whole time. <laughs> Which like I actually was watching the second one the other day, and and I yeah, like I'm, she likes him. Yeah, I just can't get into it. it. I I I have a just huge disconnect from it, and uh, and this thing about a fucking app, it's like don't fucking download. Why would you well, even? I I like, watched. There's malware on Google Play Store all the time. This is worse. <laughs> I watched um, like the first couple minutes 
just because when it went into Plex, it used um, a different countdown. Okay. So I wanted to make sure it was the movie I wanted. <clears throat> and it's um, the start is like everyone at a party and they're like, hey, let's download this app that says when you're going to die and whoever's supposed to die first is to finish all the drinks. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be terrific. I mean, is it really that further fetched than the ring which is hey it's this video and yeah. if you watch this video you die in seven days let's watch the video like kids are dumb and well, and, and adults are dumb too i'm, I'm not i'm not trying but, to just pin it all on teenagers no but i mean tell me if you got a video or an app or something and uh okay so if someone gave you a tape and like oh if you watch this you'll die would you actually be like, yeah, fucking course I will. I will not watch that. See, there's a point in my life where I'd be like, fucking hell. Yeah, let's watch it. Let's see what happens. You know, screw it. You know, I had no zest for life anyways. Fuck it. Right. Uh, but now I'm like, I don't believe in any of this bullshit. That's what I'm On saying. On the other fucking hand, I, my insurance isn't paid up. And <laughs> it, I'm waiting for that next Avengers movie to come out. Like, I just... I got shit going on. I, I can't die this week. You know, save it for when I'm I'm really pissed off at work and I'm like, fuck these guys. I'm going to watch this goddamn video right now and I'm going to put it up on the big screen in front of everybody. But wouldn't like when your bills are due... Why don't they do that? Where's that for the fucking ring? Where's like the drive through theater of like, hey, just in the mix of everything else, it's like... Uh, Let's go out to the lobby and then fucking tomorrow, whatever <laughs> name is coming, coming out of the well. Like, that would be great. Uh, I mean, it'd, it'd be an interesting twist. I mean, did they? I didn't watch the, the new Ring movie, however many years ago now that was, but did they do anything <laughs> like we, we put it on the web or like, hey, it's a new Netflix series? And because like the fucking one? sixth episode of the Twin Peaks revival, I think was basically like The Ring. It was. I don't remember which number of episode it was, but there was one where it was just like an hour of shit just in like gray tone and weird blobs walking around in the desert and shit. It was all fucked up. It was weird. I know I know Lynch was just trolling, but that's who Lynch is. He's always been trolling us. Right. It was weird shit, but it was, yeah. It, it, if you put that in the center of a Twin Peaks or any David Lynch thing, maybe even John Waters, just like all of a sudden episode nine, it's the ring video and, and like you don't know and you wouldn't even blink twice. You go, yeah, fucking directors, man. They do some whack shit. Where's Michael Bay's The Ring? Ooh. I would watch that. Yeah, you're just spinning around the well 900 times. and Cars are blowing up. Yeah. For no fucking reason. No fucking reason. Oh, Rings. I was, okay. Oh, wait. Another sequel titled Ring. Wait. Oh, a short film titled Rings was released in 2005. Uh, Rings was released in 2017. I don't know if I ever saw Rings. Yeah, I don't remember. Like we were talking about it probably in the news days of the show. Yeah. We were talking about it was going to come out, and then I don't think we we got to it. Um, plot on an airplane bound for Seattle, a man reveals that he's watched Samara Morgan's cursed videotape. Another passenger reveals she has seen the tape too, and asks if the man had made a copy. He replies he did not. Moments later, Samara causes the airplane to crash. They're all they're still talking about tapes in 2017. Mm-hmm. You dumb well, dicks! That. No wonder your movie flopped. <laughs> Two years later, so okay, it takes place in 2013. Two years later, in 2015, a college professor buys a VCR to watch it. Oh, the, the video <laughs> the videotape is inside the VCR. 
Also, if you listen to this eight track, you'll shit nothing but solid pudding for three months. You know what? Just eat taco. I'll do that. Yeah, just I, I. That's again the point where the technology just doesn't make any sense and and we it, it's hard enough sometimes you watch a movie and you see the old school cell phones like if you watch the matrix and they got all the the fucking like slider phones yep. and I, maybe even flip phones and shit you're like wow that almost takes me out of it a little bit but in 2013 to 2017 vhs shit like where are you gonna buy that vhs player in 2017 Best Buy ain't selling that. No, you'd have to go to like a thrift store to get it. Yeah, exactly. And then the tape just gets eaten. It just fucks up. It's like, oh yeah, you know, and should have rewound. <laughs> you were not kind. You did not rewind. What is what is today's ring? It's the doorbell. Oh shit! You go. I can't get mine to doorbell. fucking connect to the internet either. Yeah, you fucking. It's the ring app. You open it up, you look on your phone, and there's fucking Samara like standing at your front door, just kind of like swaying, swaying um, like this shit. And then, and then all of a sudden, she comes crawling up through the camera and out of your phone. And then you got a little baby Samara that you can just kind of like tag around with you, it, like a Pikachu. It's just it's can't connect to the internet. Where's where's the the Ring Go app? The the well, wasn't it Ringu? Ringu. The Ring Go. Yeah. So it's like Pokemon Go, but you just drive around the neighborhood and capture Samaras everywhere. Another horror, but that could be fun. Like, look at this creepy bitch. I'm going to take a picture. <sighs> yeah, fucking creepy bitch. Fucking creepy bitch. Now, anyway. I, now I got to watch Rings because I don't think I ever have. Well, we could always do that next week. Ooh. It would give me an excuse to rewatch the, the first two because um, I haven't watched them in a long time. I think Aaron had watched the second one recently because I noticed uh, it had Joan from Arcadia in it. But... I wasn't paying that much attention. So I fear that if we watch the third one, we have to watch one and two also. Well, I I will watch one and two. <sighs> right. Do you want to do like a ring marathon? Um. Yeah. I'll do it. Not next time though. Okay. Yeah. When you got more time. Yeah. Just because we have a show this weekend, and then the Packers are in the championship, so. That's a that's a good double bill. Gonna be drunk. Um, Packers and drawing the lifeguard. That's a quality weekend. <laughs> Still fucking waiting. See, for... that's why you can't watch the videotape this week, kids. You got shit to do. This I got shit to do. Yeah, I know. I got too much shit going on. Um, I know the week of Valentine's Day, she's traveling for work, so I'd have all sorts of time. Oh yeah, fuck love. We're actually so. <laughs> I, it hasn't been announced yet, but I don't imagine that really too many people that listen to the show are. Like I don't think our fan bases really mix, but we agreed to play a show on Valentine's Day, and the tips have not yet touched. Um, and I, I asked Alyssa, I'm like, do you do you care? And she goes, Fuck no, of course I don't care. She's coming home that day too, so she didn't really. Yeah, she's care just like, lot. I'm gonna be exhausted and glad you'll be off of me. Exactly. Like I don't have to do anything then, so I'll just. I don't even have to home. shower. That's great. No, yeah, well, that's love, man. This is what happens. That is love. Love is never having to shower before bed and never knowing how much money is in your wallet. That's one way to do it. <laughs> uh, hey, Matt, what scared you this week? I'm bringing it back. Uh, 
Um, I took a really hot shit. And it was kind of concerning because I had been taking like real healthy dumps lately. Um, like just now you you've told me numerous times that you're uh a get in there, get it done, and get out. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Yeah, I'm 50, so I get in there and I that's my day. Like, so you text me, and I don't even know how long from the time that you text me until I got on here. It was a few, but not real long. No, oh god, I threw up a little. Um. I thought about taking a shit in that time and I probably would have been no later than when I, how long it took me. Yeah. I, I, um, I eat a lot of cheese, man. I, I, we, I, I just had of, well, spicy I, mozzarella sticks across the street and, uh, sound really good. They, they were pretty good. Yeah. Not my favorite. Cause I'm not, I'm not the spicy guy, but that was the thing. It's like, well, they're not super spicy, but yeah. you know they're mozzarella, so they'll hang around a little bit when they bungee out your asshole. <laughs> I made, um, I guess it's a soup, but it was like a can of stewed. I tomatoes. mean, I make that in the toilet too, <laughs> like for for dinner. Oh, okay. Um, it's a can of stewed tomatoes, three cups of water, three tablespoons of chicken bouillon. Mm. Um, I cut up like a mushroom, some onion, a green pepper, and celery, and then put a can of the hot rotel tomatoes in there which have habaneros and i'm like this will be enough like it'll be a dissipated and i was fucking sweating and my nose was running the whole time i was (laughs) eating it and i fear for the future because i'm that's coming out tonight yet it's this is not it's not gonna make it to tomorrow um no what do you want to get out of there i can already hear i can already hear it like bubbling there's your michael bay picture you running from the toilet (laughs) he's gonna blow (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, this week, I'm afraid of uh, Jared Leto. Erectile dysfunction? What did Jared Leto do to you? D- have you seen the preview for Morbius, the living vampire? Oh, oh um, wow. Yeah, Morbius is a Marvel character uh, usually related to Spider-Man, and this is Sony's first... Well, not first. I guess Venom counts. I'm going to try but and But where they're building this. off of the Spider-Man character and trying to create their own spider-man style universe while just sort of teasing like it's not really marvel but it's marvel associated and then they put michael keaton in at the end and it, it's a little it's a little weird but uh leto playing morbius starts out kind of skinny like he's not quite the machinist christian bale skinny but he does go from the skinny to buff thing uh in the film and uh yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always had a... Leto kind of weirds me out because he can do really good stuff. And then he does awful stuff. And I'm not just talking about 30 Seconds of Mars. Hey. I'm just saying that sometimes he's he's a shit. But every once in a while, he does something cool. And and to me, he he still leans great because he was he was the guy friend in... Uh, uh, Oh shit! Now I can't think of the Claire Dane show. I love that show. My so-called life. My so-called life. I went to ten things I hate about you. I'm like, that's not right. I how I remember that I don't know. Um, Jordan Catalano, he leans great. I okay. <laughs> I actually didn't know that uh, he was on that show. Yeah. No, he, he was the object of her lust Ooh. until uh, Rayanne doinked him. I'm trying to find a picture. And then we were left hanging yeah. at the end. Was she going to choose Jordan or was she going to choose oh, uh, Brian, the nice guy next door with the curly head mop? Oh, we never found out. We never. Where's our, our 
35-year reunion, my so-called life, Netflix. Why There's is that show time. not coming back? There's still time. There is. <laughs> I don't know how much time there is. Yeah, I don't really know, I guess. Right. Um. <laughs> I did really like that show. I don't know if I ever really watched it. I think I was a little too young for it. I, I was probably a little too old for it. So, yeah, it was in a nice happy center between us. <sighs> yeah. But I was at the point where it's like I had been so recently a teenager, I totally understood and and um and like empathized with the the feelings of a 15-year-old girl. <sighs> Actually, I probably still I'm <laughs> tied a little too much to feeling like a 15-year-old girl a lot of the time. Why do you feel like a 15-year-old girl? I'm an emotional rag. I, you just need to fucking ring me out. Um, Have you heard of TikTok? Uh, I've heard of TikTok, absolutely. I feel like you being a 15-year-old girl would fit in terrifically on TikTok. I, if I was like the, uh, the Simpsons version of uh, Michael Jackson... Where it's like, yeah, here's this fat-blooded white man, but secretly, he's, in this case, I'd be a 15-year-old girl. Uh, it's like, And so I'm just standing there, I'm trying to do all the e-girl shit and just dancing. I don't know what they do. Um, it's mostly... It, I've uh, seen some yeah. of it. I, I know it exists, and a lot of it crosses over from Instagram, or vice versa. So I, I know what it is. I, I make jokes about it all the time because I think it's really, it's it's funny if you let it be for a fifty year old guy educating his thirty year old friends about what TikTok is, but then it's also not funny if he's seriously into it. So Beatmaster says the TikTok creators are fifteen, but the viewers skew much older, which is very true. I oh want their so. I know that there is funny stuff on TikTok, but you have to spend time sifting through garbage to find funny to like skew the algorithm to what you want. Well, some of it is the people who came from Vine. Yes. Until Vine got fucked by Twitter. And uh, and so it's just like, oh, shit. Well, then we, we go and, and we do this TikTok thing. But right. then it, it's also Musical.ly, which was something else. There was another one that I remember that uh, people from uh, from like Agent Carter and, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff, they were doing stuff back and forth. But I, I don't remember if that was musically, but it was very similar where they would like mouth songs and stuff and do these little short videos. Yeah, I don't fucking... I have no idea. All yeah, I know it's is... A, it's a lot of different stuff. TikTok needs a no one under 18 filter. I think everything social media and internet needs that. And uh, I, I know that YouTube part of their whole exodus of, of things and, and advertising is because like, Hey, we, we've been saying that this YouTube kids thing exists, but then we let any old assholes put shit on here. And, uh, <laughs> and then they're trying to subvert our children into Nazism and other great times, um, which is how you do it, I guess. But I just like there, if there was just a firewall to just keep us separate, from one another but then there is that weird middle piece of like when you're when you're 16 to 20 where you you're like you should be sort of peers to each other maybe not 20 maybe not 16 i don't know which way to go but there's like a a fucking middle ground there of like hey but we're 
like I can't be friends with Jake on on Tuesday and then not be able to be friends with him on Friday just because I aged out a day. That's bullshit. Well, but yeah, but when you're in your 30s, like I don't When you're in your 30s you. and your 50s, you know, unless yeah. you're the guitarist for the Who, you want to <sighs> avoid children on the internet. You just you got to get away from it. And it's it's tough. And and every fucking site says, well no one under 13 or no one in this age group or but but no, yeah, you can just fucking lie. Kids just fucking lie because they want to be a part of it. And mm-hmm. and honestly, fucking China doesn't care. Mm-mm. They're the ones who fucking own TikTok. They don't give a shit. No. You it... know, what is 13 of them in the first place? But but secondly, it's like, well, then you have no fucking user base because adults are going to play with it for a little while and say, well, this is fuck all. I got a right. job. Kids will be on there for fucking years until the adults show up. And then they're like, well, <laughs> I guess this one's screwed now. Yeah. I mean, social media is just marketing. Yeah, like it had. I don't think anyone really actually gives a shit about connecting with old friends. It's just but it, it's who can we advertise to and who can we make money off of that way? Because if you're not paying to be on TikTok, I don't know if you're paying to be on TikTok, but th- then it's the advertisements and who is going to be your base for selling to? Who's going to actually buy shit? Yeah, but like I, I am, I'm a dumbass who has bought stuff from Instagram ads. Oh fuck me too. I love Instagram ads. Yeah, but. It's like, I know, I know this is shitty. Mm-hmm. I know this. I bought a shower head. They kept showing this fucking thing for a shower head. And it's like, doesn't lose pressure. I don't even want to use it. First of all, it doesn't come with the fucking hose. It's just the shower head itself. So you got to hook it up to your other fucking hose and hope that it, it crosses over because this thing is made in Taiwan or something. But but then it's like, I look at it. I'm like, this was not a great investment. First of all, my shower head right now is working fine. Now I'm going to take the the black shower head off of the black hose and hook up this woodland thing instead and that's going to be a nice fucking statement of like "Eh, nothing looks right and then hope that it works any better and it probably doesn't it's got little fucking mineral rocks in it or something supposed to make it i don't know it's probably bullshit it's probably bullshit but they fucking played the ad so many times and i i I, i'm a sucker and it was like 10 bucks which is also why it's probably bullshit We'll sell this guy bullshit for ten bucks. We're not making a lot of money, but it's ten bucks for bullshit. Well, the thing That's is, is they're still deal. making a decent amount of money even at ten bucks. So I don't. No, they are. Yeah. But then the thing that you see, I love this about the ads on on Instagram is that you you see the ad and then you see like a thousand comments on the ad, and all the comments are like, "I bought the same thing for cheaper at this other site," and they put in the URL for that site. So they're just fucking stealing the ad. Like, we don't have to make our fucking advertisement for you. We're just going to list all this shit in the comments. Like, go to the site, go to the site, go to the site, go to the site. Like, well, shit. Like, why don't you turn comments off for your ad? You're not doing yourself any favors. So when you Can read... you turn off comments for ads? I don't know. I, I'm I, asking you. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. Um, I don't know if you can turn off commenting on Instagram at all. You got to be able to block people. But then if you block people for ads and they're just not going to see your ads, but they're bots. Right. So you're blocking bots. So I guess my question to you is... Which I think is is a fat boy slim lyric. What are are you... Why are you in the comments? Because sometimes I look at the comments to see if people have bought the stuff. And again, I'm buying into bullshit because Mm -hmm. they could just have their own fucking bot comments and say, this thing's the best. I can't wait to stick it straight up my asshole and spout like a fucking spigot on the front lawn. Wow. Um, I know that they make websites where you can put in like a product page with reviews and it will uh, tell you the legitimate the legitimacy of the reviews. 
Yeah. Which is fucked up in itself because it's like now you can't even trust reviews. You can't trust reviews. Right. From no, you can't trust thing. any reviews. And Amazon is like again, they don't they don't give a shit. They they want oh we have trustworthy reviews. This is a verified purchaser or something like that. But it's always crap. On the other hand, if you're a creator and you use Amazon, like if you're a writer and stuff, and then they find out that you write shit yourself, then you can't review other people's books. Like no, you're a fucking writer. You can't say shit. It's like, but I legitimately read this. I like uh, as a writer. I also read shit. Can I review it as a read? No, fuck you. And so they they do this kind of bullshit where we're trying to keep things even. It, it's about it's about legitimacy in game reviews or whatever the fuck that bullshit was. I don't know, but I just do think that yeah, you can't trust them. Also, can we talk about this other thing? What with other Amazon? Thing? Have I mentioned this oh, before? What buying clothes on Amazon? Yeah. Do you ever buy clothes on Amazon? What do we define clothes? Clothing, shirts. No, I, I'm, uh, I, I, I've bought undershirts to, and belts. Go ahead. That's what. So I've gotten undershirts and belts, but I yeah. generally don't buy like pants. Well, I, I bought pants recently, but they were Dockers and they were sized American. You know what the fuck Dockers are doing? You know they they they're an American company. But since we went to business casual at work, and most of my shirts, you you know me, I fucking have worn plaid for fucking ever. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. my mom was like the source of the whole fashion statement of Seattle in the '90s. She was doing that for like 20 years before that. I, now that I have to wear fucking dressier pants, the plaid shirts, some of them are okay. Some of them are like, that's a little weird with those pants. So I'm trying to think of something else. And I'm not very fashion adventurous. Uh, One of the reasons why I'm not a hipster is because I don't have fashion irony. If I wear something, it's because I want to wear that thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kind of had it in my head of like, well, I should get some fucking Paisley shirts because that would be cool. Maybe. Probably not on me because I'm a big fat fucker. But so they just they wouldn't be Paisley to wear the big fucking balloons. But whatever. I was like, I'll find some Paisley shirts. And I go on Amazon and Amazon at least doing this thing where it's like they they say under the the sizing and stuff, they say uh, people report 60 percent say that these fit as expected or uh, 120 people say uh, these fit small. Like I'm. I'm fucking big. Everything's going to fit small. Also, everything's fucking skinny size. Like it, it comes into the sides and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, don't punch me up. That's where my rolls are. Yep. I what mean, am I going to do with that? I need a man girdle. I need to be fucking Murtaugh sl- and leave the weapon free. The slim but, fit shirts are the death of me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I want relaxed fit pants. I want, I want fucking baggy pants back. Go back to that shit. Um, so it's funny you bring that up because I generally wear relaxed fit pants and as of late I started to just feel like they're a little too baggy um, yeah they can be a little so uh, they're fine in like the, the hips and, and the quads it's like from my knees down but I also have large quads so yeah um, you need them but only in certain spots yeah so but someone, are you talking about like work pants or are you talking jeans well I, I, we, I wear jeans to work we can wear jeans see I fucking use you. Yeah. So someone talked me into getting a pair of like just straight legged black jeans and they're fucking amazing. They're nice and they're stretchy. Um, not too bad, but I, I don't wear them to work. Like I don't think they're work appropriate. Show up your girly parts. Yeah. I just I basically, I cinch it in the back so that my dick points out. Everyone knows which direction I'm headed. That's true. If they push you down, then they can tell the time because of the sun hitting it. Exactly. I'm my penis is a sundial. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know where else to go with that. 
so uh, my problems with Dockers is they're wag your noodle pants. You know, there's just a little too much that freedom in the crotchish area. So you're you just like swang, swang. Uh, I don't I don't dig on that. I like jeans. I like I like fucking armor. I like mm-hmm. shit to hug the parts that are important to stay concealed. Mm-hmm. But then like I want looseness and I don't want my thighs like rubbing together enough that it's gonna shoot lightning out my dick. I want <laughs> I want stuff to just I want to be casual, but I want it to be like thick so it, it you know covers pulse points and shit. Yeah. Do- Dockers don't do that. Dockers are, I someone that I work with mentioned chinos. I I call them racist, and uh, but you know, he's like, no, they're they're like thicker dockers. I'm, yeah. like, I'm a thick docker right now. I used but, to wear uh, Dickies pants and Dickies yeah. shorts. Um, yeah. Now, not uh, to be confused with wearing a Dickie. Yeah, Beatmaster said Dickies, but yeah, I think chinos were a thicker Dickie, like just a thicker work <laughs> pant, thicker. <sighs> Fireman Dickie. Um, this is my favorite conversation ever. A, a thicky dicky. Um, yeah, I liked wearing dickies. Um, you know, maybe I should get some fucking dickies. But that, but still, so also the thing about denim is that it's denim dam, Canadian no, denim, tuxedo. Yeah, dental dam. Dental um, dam. Just, uh, just go to town, in my crotch area. No, I, <laughs> the thing about denim too is the the coloring factor. Is that it's it's very forgiving of like you can hide a lot of shit, and if you wear straight up dress pants, it's like you gotta fucking bring a, a fucking squeegee. No, not a squeegee. Whatever, yeah. lint picker. <laughs> so I'm uh, not I'm not gonna lie. I did wear cargo pants and cargo shorts up until like last August. Well, cargo shorts. I had switched to jeans when I for work. Um, I don't so, know if I can do cargo shorts. Well, I used to need it for my things. Yeah, well, you know, Which just the one big pocket right in the front. True. Um, now, remember the... See, I was looking for these. Remember when they had uh, cargo khakis, like tech khakis or something? Uh, um, yeah. Tech cargo dockers. So they had all the hidden pockets. <laughs> you just said a bunch of words. Put your cell phone and USB drives right. and, uh, you know, anal beads or whatever else. Yep. Like that all stuff. I look for those. Those don't seem to exist anymore, probably because everything's in one fucking phone. That's a good point. I mean, I used to have... And your anal bead case. My, yeah, my anal bead case, uh, my phone, my wallet. I would keep my keys in my pocket. Now I, you know, carabiner because I'm fucking hip. Um, you got your AirPods in. Yeah. And they know that it doesn't matter if you have a pocket for me, you're just going to lose those motherfuckers anyways. That's just $200 down the fucking drain. <sighs> Sometimes literally. Yeah. Um, I haven't bought AirPods yet. I... I just want the the headphones that are bone induction. What? Have you not seen those? The fuck is boner inducing headphones? Um. Well, you you play drown the lifeguard and then you get hot wood for it. No, it's <laughs> bone induction headphones. They don't go in your ears. They hit your your oh, skull that... points around it so yeah. that it you hear the sound, but you can also hear outside noise and shit too. Yeah, but part of those headphones are so that I don't hear the people around me. Yes, noise canceling headphones are a good thing at certain times, but yeah. if you're like when you're driving, jogging and shit, and you need to pay attention to traffic, no, or that's if a I'm good at point. work and I want to listen to stuff, but I also need to be paying attention to the fucking people I work for. Or, or you're at the gym and some kid has basically dropped a barbell on his neck and he asks you for help, but you didn't hear him. That happened to me yesterday. At a, who's gym? What is this shit? <laughs> yeah, no, I eat for a living. True story. I walked past this kid who the barbell was laying on his chest and he said, Hey, can I get some help? And I had headphones in and I didn't hear him. (laughs) And the guy I was with 
stopped and looked at me and then i took my headphones out to talk to him and he's like hey man he goes like i just asked you for help <laughs> oh shit like, oh yeah man let me <laughs> come over and just put more weights on he's it just, he's dying <laughs> uh i felt really bad and then he left pretty much instantly because he probably <laughs> i'm sure he felt like an idiot that's he his fucking fault for stretcher. trying to he's trying to lift more weight than he than he really should without someone helping him the people who lifted the barbell off of him then lifted him into the coffin yeah, well, it was just it was a two for one. The rigor mortis set in, so he was still gripping the barbell, so you yeah. could just lift. I'm, I'm so know. jacked. <laughs> he got swole because he bloated up. <laughs> Jesus, he wasn't there that long. <laughs> you don't know, man. Fucking those things are open 24 hours. That's true. And they got the juice bar right there. Why are you gonna leave? I, I don't know if ours has a juice bar. What afterlife has a juice juice bar? <sighs> Not one. Probably juice. the Christmas. They got everything. Yeah, they do. They've had it too good for too long. What? I don't even know where that's coming from. Me neither. Do you want to talk about this movie? <laughs> Do you remember the movie? Yeah, you just watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. paid a lot of attention because I had to so I could read it. You do have to. I watched it Saturday night. So I'm so do you I'm going to rely on you to, to walk me through a lot of it. There. Okay, so here's my one complaint with... Um, What's sub- the name of the movie? Terrified. Terrified. Or alt- Altered Dis... Yes. Whatever it is in Spanish. Because it's, it's an Espanoles film. Altered Fist. Altered Fist. And there's a band called Altered Beast. I think that was based off of the uh, Sega Genesis game. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, so my problem with uh, subtitles here is that there are a couple times where like I missed a line. Like I looked away to scratch my ass or something. And then I felt like I kind of had to go back and, and make sure I didn't miss anything. You were having a good, healthy scratch, weren't you? I was. You need a once. You got in deep. I, sometimes you just you gotta uh, spread your cheek and get in there with one finger. Sometimes you like, is that a hemorrhoid or is that just a clinger? Oh, I've never had that problem. Oh no, man, it's not yeah, fun. It's, yeah, that's weird. You should get that. It's just like at. someone ripped your whole fissure up, right? Anyway, yes. Uh, and, and I I watched it and and read this up and some of the every once in a while there would be like they missed a line with the subtitles or the the sentence didn't quite make sense so i didn't know who did this but it wasn't bad it was it was fine it was perfectly easy to keep up with it yeah yeah so the movie starts and it's like this family in their apartment um husband and wife yes husband and wife and they're uh the wife is doing dishes and then she's running water and stops or whatever and uh goes tells the husband that she heard voices and he goes in there hears nothing so they go to bed. And he asks her, what did you hear? And she's oh, like, they, so they they're, said I'm, they're going to kill me. Yep, yep. So they go to bed or whatever. She gets up in the middle of the night, and he just keeps hearing thumping, which they heard thumping before, and he blamed it on the neighbor, I believe. Yeah, so the neighbor was doing a lot of stuff like rebuilding something. <laughs> yep. And uh, so he goes over, and he checks with the neighbor. He like hits his little call button in front of his house. He's like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? It's 1 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, I just I was driving. I was driving. That's like, what I saw well, like in the morning. Fuck that. <laughs> so he goes back to bed and then he goes, that's not the neighbor. And he goes into the bathroom and it's just his fucking wife's lifeless body being thrown from side to side in the shower. Yep. Uh, hanging it like like she's almost hanging there. She's a, a couple feet off off the, the shower floor, mm-hmm. but just banging back and forth. And he's like frozen for a minute. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. And I, I don't there is the him. like. Shit, go do something. But on the other hand, it's like, man, if I saw that, I would probably not be able to react right away either. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, the but then he does. Do? He goes up and he tries to like put his hand in the way to block her head and stuff. And then her just head just snaps and mm-hmm. 
shit. So, uh, good start for him. Yeah. So then it goes into the future, and this is where stuff got a little. Hazy no, it goes in the past. Does because it? one of the things he says. So here's one of the things that I I, I noticed. When he's talking to her in the kitchen and she's like kind of so freaked out about the pipe and stuff, he goes, hey, remember how we hit that dog and we thought we killed it? Well, the thing's still alive. It's running around. It's all good. And uh, yeah, so weird. But then it goes into the stuff with the neighbor, the neighbor that he thinks is banging on the door mm-hmm. or banging on the wall. But I think this takes place before that. Um, because the neighbor like is going through his haunting shit, and they haven't had any kind of reaction to him and the wife, like the uh, wife dying and shit at this point. Yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, clearly, I missed that because I do remember later, there uh, the neighbor is talking to. Um, he the, keeps calling up to get this appointment with this specialist, mm-hmm. and we assume that it's a doctor or something. That he's like, you know, you guys are the only ones that can fucking help me. I've gone to other people, and they keep saying I got to go to you. And the uh, the secretary, whoever it is, is like, uh, yeah, she's not talking to you right now. She got shit going on. You know, call this other person. Like, I talked to that other person. Motherfuck, I need someone now. I can't fucking sleep. And so we're assuming it's like he's got some major insomnia, some psychotic issues, something like that, um, which is kind of what he's assuming too, maybe. But it also seems like we find out later on that the lady is like the, the woman in the insidious films, mm-hmm. um, the ghost hunting woman. Warren. Yeah. Can't in fact, this kind of has a lot of insidious to it in that. Regard. It kind of does. Um, but it, uh, yeah. It, so the point I was going to make is there's a scene later where um, the, the husband from the first bit of the movie is talking to the neighbor and the neighbor is saying, well, I'm doing remodeling. Yeah. And that's okay. So that's that, that makes a lot more sense. And when they're talking to the husband in jail, these three people come in uh, and they're like, we already talked to your lawyer and then we want to talk to you and we want to get these details because we don't think that you actually killed your wife. And then they're like, well, who, who is it you were thinking was causing the issues? And he mentioned the guy's name and one of them looks over and like, oh, that guy. Yeah, we know about fucking that guy mm-hmm. uh, because of what happens that we'll see happening next. Um but yeah, so we go into the scene of the neighbor and what he's doing is he's trying to go to bed and trying to get to sleep, but shit's going on, like stuff is moving around and he goes to turn on the light and he, he looks under the bed and there's nothing there and then he sits back up and you see a fucking face underneath the bed. Yeah. And that that's the kind of shit that, like, what this movie does with jump scares and, and haunting, haunting images is pretty good. I agree. There was... um. Seeing, I don't want to skip too much, but there's the scene later where they're investigating in the house and the guy's across the street and he says, hey, there's someone in the window. Is that you? And he just keeps going like back and forth from side to side and it disappears and it, it exists and then it disappears and it exists. And yep. it does it like eight times and then finally in the ninth time, there's a fucking jump scare. So right. it was, And it was, it was long enough that you like forget what is probably going to happen that it catches you off guard. It does a really good job. Yes. And so I, the, the guy... The neighbor is like, he's he's trying to figure out what's going on, and he gets video cameras and he puts them up in the place, and whatever it is, like knocks the video cameras down. So he goes and he starts watching it, 
and he sees whatever the creature is go and walk into his his armoire. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he's sitting looking at it, the armoire opens up behind him and the thing comes out and like fucks with him. It, it's a little Blair Witchy because um, the angles and stuff you use. But it is, again, like, oh, shit, that's a good jump scare moment. And it shows mm-hmm. that he's not crazy and he's not just an insomniac. Things are actually haunting his fucking place. Then the next day from that, we see a kid from the neighborhood is walking up to that dude's place mm-hmm. to get some water from his spigot in his front lawn, which mm-hmm. is not what I bought from Instagram, uh, despite what I said earlier. And uh, as he's drinking from that, he hears a voice from inside the house say, hey, get the fuck away from my, my water and my lawn. And the kid kind of like freaks out and he starts stepping back away from out in the street and bam, hit by a bus. That was a not a jump scare moment as much as a holy fucking shit. Like I was not expecting that of all the things that they could do in this. That was like that was a reality thing in the midst of all these other horrifying things. It's kind of like the the death in hereditary that sets everything off. Um which felt very real world and, and scary in that sense. But then they couple it with all of the, the ghost shit that's going on in this. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a nice, not nice. It's a contrast, <laughs> but the two things together work like peanut butter and chocolate, except chocolate is murder and peanut butter is fucking the essence of hell. Which yeah, if you've got a peanut allergy is probably how you already feel about it, but I'm talking about Jip, which is very good. <laughs> fucking Wow. Uh, yeah, and then the kid comes home. The dead child comes home. The dead child comes home. And this is kind of where shit starts to pick up a little bit. Um, Yeah, so one of the guys who's asking the guy in prison in that that other scene shows up at the house because he's friends with a cop mm -hmm. who is friends with the families in this neighborhood and Mm -hmm. used to date the mother of this child uh, Mm -hmm. up until recently. So he comes up there to help investigate it. He was a coroner. Uh, I think they work together that way. And they're sitting there and they walk in and the mother's like in hysterics and the two cops are still trying to calm her down. But the kid who just recently died is now sitting at the kitchen table in front of cereal and a glass of milk and all this other stuff, just sitting there still as the fucking dead that he should be. Mm-hmm. And they're like having a conversation, and the corner guy's like, "Yeah, but he's this is not quite right." He goes, "Go look at his fingers. That kid dug his way out of the grave. Mm-hmm. So yes, he's dead, but he ain't quite dead. You know what I'm saying?" Right. And there's and, there's a whole lot of discussion about like the well, did he move? Did you see him move? Right. Did, did he, you see him move? And yeah. it's this is a great, probably the best scene of the film, in my opinion. Because the subtleties of it and the time that they spend doing it all works. It's a very long scene, but you as the watcher are even questioning, did he move? Mm-hmm. Like, if I go back, am I going to see the difference? I thought about it, too. I thought about going back to see where his arm was to see if it had, had moved. And I'm sure it did. Um, but I, I thought it was kind of an interesting... Like, it really made you think. And then, I mean, you see the kid move very deliberately later. Yeah, but not at this point. Um, you see where like they're looking away, and all of a sudden the milk spills over, or yep. something happens that yep. that draws their attention back, and like, what the fuck is going on? Um, 
but they they agree that they have to drug the mother and they have to get the the child out of there before everybody else comes over to comfort the mother the next day mm-hmm. because they don't want people discovering that the dead are crawling out of the graves and coming back to the neighborhood. Yeah, and then um, a neighborhood Which, kid. Cops, that's a pretty realistic thing to say. Like, if we're going to deal with the supernatural, the first thing we don't want is a fucking panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then the neighborhood kid comes over and walks up to the door, and this is when you see the kid's head turn, the dead kid. Um, he screams and runs off and the, the cop and they come back in and find the kid's notebook or whatever. And then that's when they decide to put the, the dead boy's body in like the freezer out back. And the kid who ran away is seen taking a video over like the, the concrete wall, um, which they don't really realize at the time is happening. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're getting, they're getting fucking filmed and shit that this is going on the YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, probably on YouTube kids and it's not going to get demonetized. Oh, but, uh, yeah. So they're like, they go and they, they take the kid back and they, they bury him and then they put concrete over the grave, which I think is a nice touch. Like we're going to get take care of this, but they don't tell the mom what they're doing. They drug her up and they make her feel like she just imagined the whole thing. Right. Yeah, uh, which, which will come into play later on. Yeah, it was it was odd, but um, okay, while so. that's happening, um, the the coroner guy notices a woman across the street at the apartment of the second dude, the one who had the guy in his armoire, and she's looking outside his house because he's been calling her. She's a specialist. He's been calling, and she's the we find out like the ghost hunter type lady. He recognizes her. The cop dude recognizes her and is like, hey, you know. What are you doing here? He's like, are you here because of this this fucking dead kid over here? And she's like, I'm here because of this dude. He's like, well, shit, this can't just be a coincidence because you're exactly the kind of person that I should be calling about this fucking dead kid. By the way, there's a dead kid over here. You want to come see? (laughs) You want to see a dead body? Yeah. (laughs) Like again? Jesus Christ. Everybody fucking uses it on that. Why why can't I just come up and see your etchings? Isn't that the way they used to do it? (laughs) Fucking no. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, so then this so, is the point, I believe, the woman and the, the paranormal investigators come in. Yes, the woman, uh, another investigator dude, the coroner, and then the cop who's like the skeptic of everything and has a uh, a heart condition that we find out and is like two weeks from retirement. Damn it, I can't do this. I'm, I'm two weeks from retirement. Uh, I got my second lethal weapon reference in here. I'm feeling good. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad. Come to you in a cast in the Furious. Very, <laughs> very far away. Um, so so they're all like, but they go to the different houses. I think they say something. I, I guess maybe I just imagined that they were going to go to four separate houses. There were four of them. But there are three different houses that have so far been affected. The one where the guy's wife is killed and he's been put in jail as the murderer. Um, the one, the neighbor where the guy just disappeared um, because the thing dragged him into the closet or the, I don't know, the get down. And then the one where the kid was killed and came crawling back out. So each of them are taking one of the houses, investigating separately, and the cops kind of like the go-between. Yeah. So the lady is the one in the guy's house where, um, I think in the guy's house where the wife was murdered. 
And then the other guy that we don't really know much about yet, he's the one that goes into the dude's house that got pulled in the closet. The cop is mostly with him, and he keeps talking to the coroner guy who's over at the house where the kid was. And they're all separated. And you know, anytime you're in a horror movie situation, the best thing to do is to split up. Absolutely. As much as possible. No one wants to stay with their friends. Yeah. So the the cop and the 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 paranormal guy who's like a little too into it, <laughs> a little too happy about the whole thing. Uh, they're in there and they're walking through the kitchen and they see all the cutlery and stuff is hanging from underneath one of the metal cabinets like it's magnetized there. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like going and tries to grab one of the things and then all of a sudden it stabs through his hand. And so his hand is stuck to it and there's a knife in it and it's stabbed up into the cabinet. And then he notices that whatever is in the cabinet is sucking his blood. Like his blood is spilling down his hand and then it starts sucking back up and going into the hole into the cabinet. And he's like, well, this is fucked up. Like, yeah, shit, yeah, it is. What are you going to do about it? Um, Get this thing out of my hand and let's go take a look. Or no, he says, you've got to go in and clean up my blood to the cop. And cop's like, motherfucker, I do not. I do not have to go do that. Yeah. But he fucking goes do it. He's in a panic. His heart rate's already up. Probably needs to be taking some medication. He's probably got Joe Pesci like sitting there telling they fuck you in the drive through Third, 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 lethal weapon. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, I don't and, hate uh, it. And he's like trying to do it and shit just gets like way fucking real. And I'm like, man, we already know that it's got cutlery floating around. You don't, you don't do that. You get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Set the whole place on fire. Why don't people ever just set shit on fire? So that's when the cop goes and it's calling his friend across the way at the other house, like you said. And he's like, is that you standing outside over there? And the coroner is like, no, I'm, I'm in the house. He's like, well, I see you standing outside. Oh, that's not you. And the coroner is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And then jump scare. And then the coroner just kind of like disappears. So the cop goes over there to try to find him. And he hears him in what is like the old stereo system, like the old things where they had the big record players with the speakers on the side and stuff like that. It's some sort of weird cabinet. And instead of <laughs> instead of opening the cabinet from the front, he starts peeling it open from the side. Which was an odd decision, but I guess however you want to get to your friend. Well, what we start to establish is that you can see these dead things only from certain angles. I think the, the, yeah. the creepy paranormal guy says that. He's like, oh, if you see it from this degree you can't see it but if you're like over here you can absolutely see it it's in the same spot but just at certain places it's not there and then it is it's not fully explained and it it, it's sort of kind of hinted at when the the woman is talking about how these things can come in from other dimensions yeah and they don't really explain why yeah so they just kind of explain that there are um so the weird paranormal guy makes a comment about how light and dark it's the perspective. And then the old woman makes a comment about different planes of existence that all exist. And, and some are trying to get over to our plane of existence and there's no explanation as to why, which kind of upset me, but also I didn't really care. Like I, I was kind of happy that they didn't explain it. Cause I feel like if they would have explained it, it would have dulled the, the suspense of the movie. Yeah, it's already a lot to download when you're reading subtitles as it is, but yeah. did, did that information, was it, how necessary was it? And that's the thing, is like, I know that we always talk about whether or not 
we got what we needed out of it as far as, oh, I wanted to know more. I wanted them to explain what was going on. In this, we didn't get a very big explanation. What we're dealing with is, to the perception of, of layman's, I guess, ghosts. We're dealing with ghosts. But in the explanation, it's not ghosts in the sense of how we've always pictured it. It's sort of like coming out of another dimension spirits. Um, but in the same time, the people who are getting killed or or taken, they're being tortured in this other dimension. They're mm-hmm. they're it, we see them in a way that seems like they've died, but what we also are informed of is like we're not just dead, they're torturing us, get us out of here, which is a little hellraisery. Um because that was like the guy died and he's in hell, but in hell they're just like fucking with him the whole time. Um and that's kind of cool. So he goes and he's he's trying to talk to the woman and she's sitting in the the first house of the couples and she's looking at this hole in the wall and she's trying to talk to the neighbor guy through the hole in the wall. Uh, usually that happens in a bathroom stall and mm-hmm. it's a very different situation. Called a glory hole. That's true. Mm-hmm. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Good. And so <laughs> she's she's she thinks she's talking to this guy and she's trying to call him out and then the cop like is trying to talk to her and kind of distracts her. She looks away from the hole for a second and then this giant fucking beast arm reaches out, grabs her head and twists her neck and breaks it off. Yeah, that was uh, intense. That was intense and unexpected in that moment. I was like, I was not thinking that she was just going to go. Um, so then it became very apparent that the cop is our, he's our center in the movie. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's our hero, but he's who we've got to follow through this now. Um, so he's like, he drops over, starts having a heart attack right there. Mm-hmm. He's like, when he, I, his, yeah, go ahead. his hearing aid falls out too. Yes. I forgot to mention he has a hearing aid. So yeah. He can't hear sometimes and, and he keeps getting like feedback shit and voices and stuff in the hearing aid. So at other points he turns it off. Yeah, so he takes it out, and then the 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 wall monster—I don't really know what they are—but the, the thing from the wall comes out and is like up next to him, and like nothing really happens that you yeah, know. Yeah, he just kind of crawls around him and stuff, but then he does get up and gets to leave. Yeah, so he leaves, and then well, he starts. He he leaves, and he goes to. Yeah, he comes out, and I think the mother is there. Is this the point where the mom's there? Yeah, and that's um, she. What the fuck? She's freaking out because she's freaking out because her friend, who has the other son, has seen the video and has been trying to reach her to say, "Hey, yes. I've got some interesting fucking video that cop used to date and some other people took off with your kid." Yep. So she's now seen the video and she's pissed she's like you made me think i was crazy you took my little boy away well i got him back why did you put concrete on top of his grave and shit like that it's like oh fuck you went and got him real real good yep to to do all that shit so she's pissed off and she's like wants to like fuck up the cop cops like screw this i'm out of here yeah let's move in the fucking movie so and as he's going to leave this is another great moment of just like that that holy shit I didn't see that coming. The old woman, oh, yeah. not old woman, the, the ghost woman thing, her body comes out of the house 
rushing towards his car, except she's like bent over, broken backwards, so her head's upside down and shit. She comes rushing at his window and hits it, and that's when she says, they're torturing us. You can't leave. You've got to come save us. There's still time. And he's like, nope. Yep. And he takes off. Yep. So then the cop goes back to uh, Alicia's house with two canisters. Oh, no. Actually, I skipped something. So he's uh, drives elsewhere, and his, his radio keeps going off, and it's like his partner... Or not his partner. It's just one of his police subordinates. One of the cops that works with him, yeah. Yeah, is like, hey, I'm over here looking for you. And he's like, you got to get out of there. And then he basically drives back to the house with two cans of gas and sees that his ex or the, the chick has hung herself. And uh, he sees that later. He starts dumping gas, gets to the kid's bedroom and opens the door. And then he doesn't see anything. And then there's a jump scare, yeah, which kind of caught me. Like- Standing there staring at him, he's like, oh, fuck yeah, that. fucking Close slams the door. the door shut. So, and that's when he notices that his his ex girlfriend, the kid's mom, yep, has, has hung, hung herself. Or so hung. he, uh, yeah, yeah, presumably hung herself. Finishes dumping gas. He goes outside and he's fucking outside trying to light a match and is shocked when it keeps blowing out. I did yes. have a problem with that. I'm like, this just logistically doesn't make sense. And then, um, it's the paranormal investigator, right? That's it's his coroner friend. Coroner friend. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Because I couldn't get fucking past the eyes. He was talking earlier about there's slivers of glass in my eye. You have yes. to get this out of my eyes. Yes. And then you see him and he's got these big shards of glass in his eyes. <clears throat> yep. So he shows up and then the cop shoots the gasoline and starts the fire. Um, and then it cuts to the guy from the start in like a psychiatric hospital talking to the three Cops. Yeah, still in the same prison slash hospital that he was in. So yep. he, he never made it out. There was no like... We proved your innocence thing. It's a different group of people that are sitting there in front of him. Uh, and they're asking questions about the people who came to visit him earlier mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he's just kind of like, yeah, I kind of fucking remember that. I don't know too much. And they're like, well, do you know this cop? Uh, which he did know because they'd gone to the funeral. and stuff. He's like, yeah, he was a friend of ours. He was at the funeral. What else? And like, well, he's missing. And uh, a bunch of shit has gone down around those houses. And we're investigating it now. We're investigating him. We're wondering if you know where he is. And then he goes, well, who's that guy there behind you? And they all turn around like, we don't see anybody. He's like, well, it's, there's a dude right there. Mm-hmm. And then we get what is, I think, the lame jump scare of the movie, which is we see the one of the chairs in places come rushing up at the screen. And obviously, they're all going to get towards shit. And that's where it ends. Yep. So that was kind of a low ball ending for everything else. I, I like the explanation of like they co- other people come in and they're investigating and now they think the cop is in on something or whatever. It's just, it ends in a, not a great fashion for me, but I don't know what else they could have done. that would have made it better. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's, I don't know if there was an intent on having a second one or what the whole idea was with ending it that way. But if we're going off of the insidious things, it, it if this is like the, I can't remember where this was made. It was like Argentina or something. Argentina. Um, yeah. Um, if this is their version of Insidious, yeah, there's definitely more they can do with this. There's a lot that can be done. And it wouldn't take a lot. It just has to take the same kind of directional tone um, to to try to match or up what they did in this with the, the deaths and the scares and everything else. Because what makes this movie work is the intensity and the ambiance. The story is just, it's not window dressing so much, or it, it's not a for, 
a forgivable like Passover thing, but it's not deep enough where it's that's what's pulling you in. What's pulling you in is the things like the dead kid at the table, uh, right. the creature walking around your house that you can't see but is stalking you. That kind of stuff is, is I think what sells this type of film, and it's where it excels in what it does. Did you know that uh, Guillermo del Toro is set to remake this in English? Do it as an American version. I did uh, hear something about that. I don't know really what came of it. I was just trying to see if they were going to make a second one, and that's when I stumbled on this. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a... Like, I, I think I mentioned this last week. That Aaron's been telling me to watch this one for a while. She loved it, mm-hmm. uh, and and I can see why she loved it. I liked it. Um, I liked it, too. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. It's not, like, my, my favorite... It's it's not the scariest thing I've ever seen, but the scares are really good. Mm-hmm. And man, to to get an American remake, it's kind of like, oh, that could be great or that could be shitty. To get Guillermo del Toro to do it, though, I kind of lean like that's probably going to be really good because he fucking understands this stuff. He understands creature creation. He understands story. He understands the intensity and ambiance and mm-hmm. stuff that everything that's going to hit. He does well already and he respects other filmmakers that he's not just going to redo somebody's movie and do a half-assed job of it um so i i'm excited to see what he does with it as much as i say that i don't need that to happen to recommend this movie to people right like i say don't wait for the american version if you have the opportunity to watch this now watch this now Mm -hmm. this is fucking good Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't watch The Grudge and think, okay, now I need to go watch Juon. Um, it might be better. It might be worse. It might just be that same kid going, whatever. Um, but this is a good movie. I agree. I would really like the movie. Uh, I guess I would marry it. I don't know if I would marry it or not. It, it's definitely, it's a, it's a, it's a fuck buddy. It's a 3 a.m. you up. Definitely. Um, I'm, I'm not quite in love with it enough for the marriage. I'm not that. I'm just not that into you. But Damn. I'm into you a lot. Damn, okay. I see how it is. Like, I'm going to feel bad when you marry somebody else because you're a good woman. You're yeah. a good woman. You got a lot going for you. And I'm going to feel some regret. She I'm going to sit there and I'm going to twist my ring and I'm going to go... Yeah, but what could have been? Yeah, she but, eats ass. It's a keeper. Yeah. And, and I, I use woman because I'm a heterosexual male, but it's not a it's not a gender thing, really. In this case. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was terrified. That was terrified. Were you terrified? No, but I really did enjoy <laughs> it. It caught me a couple times, but I was not it, genuinely scared. It's nice to get something that actually, like, elicits a reaction out of you right you know a, a visceral reaction to something in a horror film is is few and far between for us at this point i think so when it does something like that that's that's kind of awesome i agree and maybe it's the the foreign aspect of it to to be able to give it that advantage because we are paying more attention for one reading the subtitles but also because it's not what we're already so accustomed to like jump scares are universal. Jump scares happen in plenty of movies, uh, but seeing them used effectively, not overusing them, 
but knowing how to use them well when you do use them. Mm-hmm. And again, the subtlety of the kid sitting at the table, I'm that is a hundred percent what I will go back to this movie for every time. Cause it's just so dark. The fact that he's sitting there and he looks like a gray scale photograph in the midst of a color room, like not a brightly colored room. It's not like they're trying to make it that dramatic, but he just, it looks like a dead spot in the picture. And it draws in the life of the room into this dead boy's form. It's so good. Like, I, I really have to admire the filmmaking in that part. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a fucking good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Goddamn. So did we decide what we're doing next time? Is, is there you had decided. Rabid. Okay. Donzo. I'm, I'm <laughs> all up on in that. Because we said the other one was that app movie. Yeah, which... We'll get to. <laughs> we will I, suffer for I, our art. I may watch it before we get to it, and then we may not get to it. I might just scream, diplomatic immunity. Well, that's Fourth true. One. Could Fourth one. Fourth. You know why? Because there's four lethal weapons. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to do Matt, it. Matt, where are people finding you right now? <laughs> In snow. They can find your band on Spotify? Yeah, Spotify, iTunes. That is Drama Lifeguard. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you like black metal. It's not fucking black metal. What was it? It's, it's metal. Like, it's like hardcore. You always talk about black metal, and I just assume because no, you said no, no, you no, like, no, no. like how you like your coffee. Uh, Yeah, it's because that's just a funny saying. Uh, yeah. Black metal would be like Dark Funeral would be a band, um, like Dark Throne, um... If you don't say winger Mayhem. or warrant, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're like a metal band, hardcore something. I don't really know how to describe it. Um, if you like Norma Jean and the Chariot, you'll probably like us. Gold Star, if you know who those bands are. Corey doesn't. I don't. Which is fine. But I admire Matt and his, his I love band you, and his playing. And I find joy in, in seeing him be creative. I think we're going to try and Facebook Live our show on Saturday, so I mean, we don't oh, get see, no, a foot of snow. That. Yeah, we're supposed. Uh, Shit, I'll have to join Facebook again. Uh, is Aaron still on it? Aaron is on it. Just use hers. Oh, maybe. That's, our uh, old guitar player wanted to watch it, and he's. I just told him he's got to use his wife's. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bending over backwards for you, you dildo. Yeah, what are you doing? Running a car, screaming, "We're being tortured." <laughs> hey, yo, call back. Uh, uh, and you're on Untapped. Yeah, Matt's a lifeguard. I've slowed down my drinking to try and lose weight again. So, but I still drink. So w- you know when he's on there and he's posting something that it's got to be high quality if that's what he's wasting yeah. his calories on. Yeah, that's a good point. And then we're both on the Slasher app. You're Infant yes. Stopper. Yes. And I'm Captain Severity because I've got no originality. That's fine. I, Infant Stopper is just a song title I stole from a friend of mine's band because I thought it was funny. People just think I hate children. It's not true. I have no problem. I like children quite a bit, actually. They're great to stop on. A little too much. Oh. No, not no, 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 no. I was, I was kidding. Um, know what part of the Simpsons? That's <laughs> um, yeah. And you aren't on Facebook. You're on Instagram, though. Captain Temerity. Uh, C. Dot Christian Scott actually. What? I had closed off Instagram like way early on, and then I tried to go back in and, and redo it. And like, no, your name's fucking taken. You can't use that one anymore. Oh. We're bitter. We're bitter that you left us, and you come running back. You know, don't. We're not making this easy on you. 
first I was afraid. I was petrified. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> We're going to stop this now before you get out of hand. <laughs> God damn it. Erica shows up right at the end. Go fuck yourself, Erica. Just Erica, uh, I admire you and your family, and I'm glad that you're having wonderful times. I do miss the Monster Madness podcast. It is a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. But I understand. I understand, and I support you living your life. Yep. What Corey said. Except and if I could support you by helping opposite. you do the work to get the podcast out, I would. But I'm shit. Wow. All right. That took a turn. Um, yeah. So, rabid next time, whenever that may be. But yep. uh, that's going to do it for another episode of Podcast Terror. Talk to you guys next time. Stay scary, everybody. Bye. Bye.